The following program is created for informational purposes only and does not constitute as medical advice. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the host. If you think you may have a medical emergency, consult your doctor. This is where the healing begins. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic, where it's not only about neck and back pain, but a place for whole body wellness. Listen this hour as Dr. Leanne is here to share her wellness education to help you live a maximized life. For more information, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. Here's Dr. Leanne. Good morning. Thanks for joining in. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, or you can always check us out online, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com, that's greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Today we're talking about hormones, the imbalance type that might be causing some of your problems. Now, this is a topic that I could have a 110-part series, so we're just going to scratch the surface a bit today about hormonal imbalances, um, some signs and symptoms of them, root cause, which is, you know, obviously very important, but that is about today. So women and men alike, this applies to all of you because you all have estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. Though that being said, some of you have more or less of different types depending on your gender. So we're going to dive down into that. I do feel, you know, as if it's always super important to talk about what we do at Greenwood Family Chiropractic in terms of root cause. I see so often that there's just a, you know, pill and potion for every ailment that there is. And unfortunately, um, my question is, what is the cause, right? Oh my gosh, my neck hurts. Okay, well, I took Tylenol, I was fine. So was Tylenol, like a lack of Tylenol, the cause of your neck pain? No, then how can we see that as the solution, right? Like I, the other day, I had a gentleman who came into the office and he was on three different high blood pressure medications, and I had seen this because it is a question that we ask in our intake paperwork. I said, so I see you have high blood pressure. He goes, I do not have high blood pressure. I'm like, excuse me? He said, yeah, 120 over 80. I'm doing good. I don't have high blood pressure. I said, you're on three medications for it. He's like, yeah, but I don't have high blood pressure right now. And I was like, oh, no. Like, we have come up with this idea as a society that if we take a pill and we mask the symptom and our numbers look good, then you don't have the disease process. You know, like you still have high blood pressure because if you got off those three and he's like, well, I would never do that. I would die. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not recommending that you get off of your blood pressure medication. I'm just trying to figure out like if you're on not one, not two, but three, like you still have high blood pressure. You are managing the symptoms of your high blood pressure with medication. And it, and it is, right? Like I will be obviously super candid. Like it is easy to have that prescription, right? You don't have to make any lifestyle changes. And so when you have like a primary care practitioner that says, hey, 
you have high blood pressure. And they're like, oh no, what do I do? And they're like, eat right and exercise. And they're like, but what does that look like? They're like, I don't know, your dad had it too. It's probably a familial thing. Just take this pill for the rest of your life. Best of luck. Next. Why? Because the, the hospital is like, I already have two people waiting for you, right? Like X Health Center is the one who dictates how fast you see patients. You don't set the patient timing. The medical doctors who are so frustrated because they're like, I'd like to spend more time with my patients. And they say, no, because we can't charge them more because insurance says we can only charge them this much. They'll only pay for this much. So you just have to see them quicker, more people, faster. So it's like, well, what does that aspect look like? And they're like, quiet, more patients. <laughs> you know, so it's just the more we can look at what's the what's the cause of the problem? And if we can get down to the cause you know, this is one where people like we weren't created to be sick and diseased, but we are. And so having someone who has the knowledge base and the ability to get down to more of that causation, that is always our goal at Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853. Fun fact, I always have to think about that number because my husband, I still have my Chicago based number. He has an Indiana number. That's also a 317 area code. And uh, oftentimes when people have asked me, for his phone number, I give out the office. And oftentimes when people ask me for his phone number, I accidentally, or uh, the office phone number, I'll accidentally give out his cell phone. So if um, you ever hear me say a wrong number, uh, you can just call my husband and tell him that he's the best ever. <laughs> Let's talk about some news. Dr. Leanne's Health News. Some studies suggest that too much sugar can literally mess with the brain. Health News now, one of the world's most commonly prescribed medications. Maybe Today, the average American consumes 22 teaspoons of sugar Protesters a day. Protesters say they just should not be forced to get this shot, not by the government. Today's Health in the News. FDA approves first non-hormonal drug to ease menopause hot flashes. <sighs> so I do feel like there needs to be a bit of a disclaimer before we dive down into this article so I don't have to interrupt myself as we go through this article. So I'm going to talk about it a little bit before and then we'll touch base and talk about it afterwards. So the again, the title is FDA approves first non-hormonal drug to ease menopause hot flashes. So it's a drug for hot flashes that's not hormone replacement therapy, HRT. <laughs> um, we as a society have figured out how to take something, hormonal changes that individuals, every woman will go through. Every woman will go through menopause. You know, and we're like, oh, we don't want to say the word menopause right? Because it's like taboo and all the things. So we're going to call it like the change. Like, have you gone through the change yet? I'm going through the change. And you're like, it's menopause. Like why, where has this stigma come about that it's just so negative? Find me one woman who's in her 70s, albeit 60s, and hasn't gone through menopause yet. And the answer is you can't. Why? Because God created us to go through menopause. We are not meant to ha be, be able to bear children for the entire portion of our life, right? Like that is not the way we were created. So every woman will go through 
menopause. Just like if you look at every man will go through a natural decrease in testosterone. But yet somehow we're like, oh my gosh, you're 70 and you don't have the testosterone of a 25-year-old? Oh, how dare us as a society. Synthetic, let's inject it, right? We're like, oh my gosh, you're going through the change, i.e. menopause, right? Like your body's transitioning, so your ovaries no longer are maturing follicles, eggs, so that you can no longer bear children. Like, oh, it's... Let's be really embarrassed about it. And like, granted, I understand that hot flashes are not the most comfortable. I can tell you that I personally have not gone through menopause. Interestingly enough, most of the symptoms of menopause, which the symptoms that cause menopause are low estrogen, primarily low progesterone can sometimes be a secondary, um, but low estrogen. Fun fact, after you give birth, and if you are breastfeeding, you also, that it is a hormonal imbalance, but that is also low estrogen, which is why, um, you know, you're all the signs and symptoms of low estrogen, right? Like no libido or thin hair, dry skin, um, night sweats, hot flashes. That comes with nursing too. So, if you've been a nursing mom and you go through that um, fourth trimester, freshly postpartum, those night sweats, which are something else, um, it's similar in terms of hormonal imbalance. Anyways, this article. So it talks about the FDA this past week approved a new type of drug to treat hot flashes and night sweats during menopause. Bioza made by Estella's Pharma, is the first approved neurokinin-3, NK3, agonist. It blocks receptors in the brain, right? So it's affecting receptors in the brain that play a role in regulation of body temperature. It is an alternative to traditional hormone replacement therapies to manage hot flashes, which are a common symptom in menopause that can be disruptive if they become severe. Again, when I tell you, I have not gone through menopause, but postpartum night sweats because of the hormonal imbalance after giving birth, I would have to put two sets of towels down. I would get up halfway through the night, move the first sweat one, sweat through the second one, and then change the sheets every couple days. Like it was, I, I have pictures. It looks like someone poured a full cup of water all over my bed. My husband's like, what is that a picture of? I'm like, <laughs> Oh, my night's what? He's like, what? <laughs> like it is, it's wild. Um, now, women at a higher risk of stroke, heart attack, and some types of cancers are often advised against using hormone replacement therapies because they increase the risk of blood clots and cancers, which I think is so interesting because for so long, they've said hormone replacement therapy doesn't increase risk of blood clots and cancers. And we're like, hi, hormone replacement therapy can increase your risk of breast cancer. And they're like, no, absolutely. Nope. Studies found it decreases. Studies found it decreases. And now they're like, oh, here's this one. It's a little bit better because it doesn't directly affect your hormones because the ones that affect your hormones, oh, such a problem if you have a risk of blood clots, previous heart attack, stroke, or cancer because it increases blood clots, which cause heart attack, stroke, and cancers. Blood clots don't cause cancers, right? But they're like, oh, 
And I'm like, this is what we've been talking about for the last decade and a half, that hormone replacement therapies increases cardiovascular related issues, events, and cancer. And they're like, no. And now they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, it totally does. So they talk about hot flashes as a result of menopause can seriously can be a serious physical burden on women and impact their quality of life. This comes from Dr. Janet Maynard, who's the director of rare disease, pediatric urology and reproductive medicine in the Center for Drug Evaluation and Research. The introduction of a new molecule to treat moderate to severe menopause hot flashes will provide an additional effective and safe, quote, treatment option for women. They state menopause is a normal period in a woman's life. This is not forever. This is not for the rest of your life, right? Our body has to go through these shifts and changes. So they say a period. This is a season. This is not forever. This is not for the rest of your life. That usually begins in her mid to late 40s. During menopause, the body produces less estrogen and progesterone. The tapering off of these hormones can trigger sleep disruption, mood swings, and hot flashes, periods of sweating, flushing, and chills that may last several minutes. Clinical trial included 3,000 women in U.S. and Canada. It reduced the number of hot flashes experienced each week, more than the placebo. Um, they took it for a year. So now, now, mind you, again, if you're taking this for longer than, that has not been studied. Um, they actually said they followed them. I read in another research they had followed them for 12 weeks while on it, monitored for an additional 40 weeks. Uh, Viosa comes with a warning about the risk of liver injuries. The FDA said women who are considering taking it should have a blood test to make sure they don't have any liver damage or infection before starting the medication. They should also be monitored with a blood test every three months, so every 90 days, to make sure it doesn't show signs of liver damage while taking the drug. Uh, side effects were abdominal pain, diarrhea, insomnia, I thought that's what it was treating, back pain, hot flushes, thought that's what it was treating, and elevated liver enzymes. They said it will cost $550 a month before insurance, but they're hoping that insurance companies will pay for it. Why would they pay for it? This is not a medical necessity, right? So here's what I see on this. It says, hey, we're going to give you this chemical that affects your brain, which therefore affects hormones. That's what these neurokinins are doing. So they're affecting the neurokinins in the brain that then have an effect on your hormones, as opposed to taking synthetic estrogen, which most often for females is Premarin. Premarin, by the way, stands for pregnant Mars urine because your estrogen gets really high while you're pregnant and then plummets when you give birth, hence all of those changes, right? Like, are you learning so much about the human body? Probably more than you anticipated um, on an average weekend. But I will tell you, like, this is how your body works. And so men, if you're thinking in your mind, this has nothing to do with me, if you are around a woman or if you have children that are women and you're like, oh my gosh, what is happening? This is how the human body works. And we say, hey, 3,000 women, which might sound like a larger trial, but in reality, for what they will likely dose out, that is a minuscule amount. And they say, hey, by the way, it can shut down your liver. Here's what I see as a problem with this as well, is that the average woman that they're going to give this to is in their 40s and 50s. What I see now, the average American is on a statin or two. 
A statin is a cholesterol-lowering drug. Statins stop the production of cholesterol in your liver, which means your liver has to work harder to be able to filter out synthetic things. And so it is very common that a patient who is on a statin drug will see elevated liver enzymes, AST and ALT. And again, so often, because it is seen so commonly, I'll ask a patient, hey, how's your lab work look? And they say, it looks great. Doctor said it looked fine. Nothing, nothing big. I'm like, well, why don't we take a look at it? And I will find that those liver enzymes are raised. Why? Because your liver is working so hard to prevent from shutting down or creating a massive amount of toxicity in your body that it's spitting off these enzymes to try to tell you like, hey, I'm overworked. And then what we're going to do on top of that is we're going to say, hey, I understand that night sweats and how embarrassing that in the middle of a meeting, I just start profusely sweating. I can tell you that it is far more embarrassing for an individual than it is for anyone else around. I don't care if you're sweating. I don't care if your face turns red. I don't care if you've got to take off your jacket. I don't care if you've got to uh, get your little fan out of your purse to wave your face. Like I don't care. Why? Because every woman that I know is going to go through that change, including myself one day. And is it inconvenient? Yes. But am I going to take something that one affects the chemistry of my brain that they have tested for a very short period of time that by the way is going to hey 90 days it's gonna we got to make sure it's not shutting down your liver right oh and by the way it's going to cause massive abdominal pain you're not going to have night sweats but you're going to poop your pants with diarrhea hey it's going to um it's, it's going to make it so that you have less sleep disruptions but it will cause insomnia right maybe less hot flashes during the day but you have hot flashes also, uh, you're going to have back pain and your liver is going to start to shut down. But it, for only $550 a month, you might see a slight increase um, in those decrease in those symptoms. 550 bucks, no big deal. <laughs> Get out of here. And you're like, well, why? Why is it that I have patients in my office, though? I have uh, dozens at this point, not all, but who look back and said, hey, I felt kind of weird the last couple of months. Like something's just off. And I went to my doctor and they ran labs and they said, hey, you just went through menopause. That's why. And they're like, I'm like, did you know that you were going through menopause? And they're like, oh, my cycles were kind of off. And so I just figured something was happening. But, you know, I guess I'm on the end of it. And you're like, <laughs> what's the difference? Because if your hormones are already imbalanced, and then you go through a hormonal change, is that going to like make it worse? And again, the answer is yes get to the root cause. Greenwood Family Chiropractic. Greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com, 317-893-2853. Now, when we come back, what exactly is a hormone imbalance and what can we work on doing about it? Next. You're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. We're online with life-changing results and success stories at greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. This is Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne of Greenwood Family Chiropractic. For more information and to schedule an appointment, visit GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com.
Welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter, Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853. You can schedule an appointment online right now from your house, from your car. You don't have to call in. We don't, we'll never hear your voice. GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. That's GreenwoodFamilyChiropractic.com. So funny. Um, this past weekend, I went and I was getting a nutritional IV. And I was telling someone about our office and all the great, amazing things that we do. And she came back five minutes later. No, this was on a Sunday. She said, hey, I just got an appointment. And I said, well, that is wonderful. So it is just that easy. Today, we're talking about hormonal imbalance. Now, I said I could probably do 100 parts on this because hormonal imbalance is complicated. So I am just going to skim the surface and talk a little bit about just... um progesterone, estrogen, it is applicable for men. Um, we'll touch a little bit about testosterone too. So if you're like, oh, I'm a guy and I'm going to change the channel and listen to the other talk radio. No, you're not. I'll talk about things that are applicable to your testosterone. You're very welcome. Now, when we talk about hormonal imbalance, I think the greatest thing that we could talk about is, is there's, a, there's a cause. There is a cause of why this is happening. Um, and there can be a lot of different types of hormonal imbalance. We're talking more specifically about the sex hormones. So like hormones, for example, we could talk about cortisol. That is a stress hormone. We can talk about insulin. That's a blood sugar hormone, right? There are, you know, there's thyroid and there's you know, melatonin is a hormone that helps with sleep, right? Like there are so many. And here's the thing really to be most mindful of and pay most attention to is that they're all connected. They're all connected. For example, let me give you an example. Stress. Because people ask a lot, like if we do the Dutch test in the office, and if you're familiar with it, you'll know. Um, I'm not necessarily the most big fan for the Dutch test. Because here's why it says is there hormonal imbalance. And I do feel like that is important. Though that being said, for example, if you have an individual who's overstressed, right? Like a stress monster at work, at home, marriage, job, life, everything. Your adrenals, your adrenals are uh, little glands that sit on top of your kidneys that produce your stress hormones, epinephrine, norepinephrine, cortisol. But what happens is that when cortisol is really high, it decreases progesterone. There's a balance between progesterone and estrogen, right? So we've got this like cascading effect. So so many times we're like, hey, your progesterone is low. You know what you should do? You should rub some progesterone cream on. And you're like, and they're like, no big deal. It's natural progesterone cream. It's from yams. And 
this, that, and the other, which in a good, better, best scenario might be better. But then my question is like, why is your progesterone low? And then the thought process behind that is if your progesterone is low and you're giving yourself or putting on cream for progesterone, but you have not yet identified why it's low, then that, right? Like if you're a stress monster and the reason why your progesterone is low because your cortisol is up because you're a stress monster, but you're not realizing how you need to go about addressing and managing the stressful things as well as um, helping with adrenal fatigue, adrenal burnout. Like if we're not addressing that, then are you really getting down to the root cause of the problem versus again, just kind of masking symptoms? And so that's really where I've had a hard time with just primarily hormone kits is that we see a hormone that's low and we could say, oh my gosh, your estrogen's low. So here's some DHEA or, you know, biodim and all of the things. But then it's like, well, why is this? Is it a normal process? Is it lower than it should be? What are some things that you could naturally do to increase those aspects? And so unfortunately, when we look at this hormonal imbalance, again, this is an aspect of like, what does that look like? And you're like a million different things, right? So talking at this point more specifically about, um, for example, like estrogen. So again, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter. Um, so there's a different uh, why. So estrogen, estrogen. What does estrogen do? Estrogen are a group of hormones that play an important role in the sexual and reproductive development in women. Men have estrogen too, though at a smaller amount. Estrogen is important because it helps bring out physical changes that turn girls into women, um, i.e. known as puberty. <laughs> so um, your body starts producing more estrogen. You see the growth of breast tissue, um, which again gynecomastia is what would be considered like if men have breast tissue they shouldn't have an increased amount of breast tissue that's what gynecomastia is um, but that could be an imbalance of estrogen or too high of estrogen in men or even boys teenage boys uh, growth of pubic hair underneath the arms start of menstrual cycle um, in women and men estrogen helps control brain function bone health, skin health, lipid metabolism, so like your cholesterol, um, erectile function, sexual desire. So how it works is that the ovaries in women produce a, which is what produce women's eggs, are the main source of estrogen from your body, which is often too why if women go in for procedures like hysterectomy, uh, practitioners were also often try to do their best to try to maintain the ovaries if they are able for the sheer fact of uh, the desire and hope for hormonal balance. Fat tissue and your adrenal glands, I just talked to you about that, make a small amount of this hormone too. Some people say, oh, I had my ovaries taken out. I have to take estrogen for the rest of my life. Your adrenals actually do produce that. Estrogen is one of the main sex hormones controlling the menstrual cycle. So estrogen levels change throughout the month. They're the highest in the middle of the cycle and lowest during your period. 
estrogen levels in general start to drop through menopause. So the low levels of um, estrogen in women, the most common reason for low estrogen in women is menopause or surgical removal of the ovaries. Symptoms that you may experience could be um, menstrual periods that are less frequent or stop. Again, this is one where we're like infertility, not all areas. Um, But I was just working with someone recently because the cycles that they were having were anywhere from 35 to 45 days. And so that infrequent, we started looking at, you know, is this something that is a hormonal imbalance that we can look at naturally? Um, Started to balance hormones more naturally. And she is now in her second trimester of pregnancy, which is pretty cool. Um, Hot flashes. So when you feel warm really suddenly, night sweats, trouble sleeping, vaginal dryness and thinning. So some women might uh, get menstrual migraines, like a bad headache right before their menstrual cycle. Again, this is because of drop in estrogen. (laughs) This is one too where people say, oh, I always get a migraine before I get my cycle. It's just how, well, you might have had hormonal imbalances for a while. Just because you've always had it doesn't necessarily mean that it's normal. Common things are common. Common things like migraine headaches are not normal. Men, more symptomatology for low estrogen, you'll see will cause an excess in belly fat and a low sexual desire. And so when we have some of these hormonal imbalances, when estrogen is low, this is where, again, you'll see balance in progesterone. Now, although we often think about estrogen usually associated with females, there are males who often have this problem too. Um, testosterone is obviously the most significant hormone that we talk about in terms of uh, male sexual development and function, but estrogen needs to stay in balance with testosterone to help control sex drive, um, the ability to have an erection, and the production of sperm. So testosterone naturally, again, listen to me, testosterone naturally decreases as men age, while estrogen increases. This is a normal process. This isn't really as much of a concern unless men's estrogen levels are abnormally high. When they become abnormally high, this is often where you see a risk factor for conditions like diabetes, certain forms of cancer. And so, yes, this is one that your doctor can test, like your primary care physician. Uh, oftentimes, if men have too high of estrogen, you'll see um, infertility, gynecomastia. That's what I talked about is more of the breast tissue than normal in men. Uh, erectile dysfunction, right? Sometimes we just associate it with decreased testosterone, but it also can be an increase in estrogen. Again, that's really where um, there has to be a balance in hormones, slowed growth. So too much estrogen can result in short stature and delayed puberties in boys. Um, Here's what's kind of interesting. What causes it? Certain antibiotics can cause an imbalance. Um, Different herbs that you might be taking, medication for mental health conditions. Um, But also some health conditions like stress 
weight and obesity, oftentimes adipose tissue goes through a process where it actually can turn um, testosterone into estrogen. So increased adipose tissue around your belly, um, diseases that affect the liver. Um, so again, when we look at all of kind of how they come into play, though that being said, male or female, a an imbalance of hormones there is an aspect that you have in your own hands that can start rebalancing those hormones naturally we'll talk what they are next you're listening to maximize your life with dr leanne we're online with life-changing results and success stories at greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com you're listening to Maximize Your Life with Dr. Leanne. Hear full shows on the podcast link at freedom95.us. Here's Dr. Leanne. Today, we are talking hormones. The imbalances can be immense. How to focus on rebalancing is where we're at now. Greenwood Family Chiropractic, 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, or head online, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's Greenwood familychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Remember, our goal, always working as hard as we possibly can to do what we can to get down to the root cause of the problem. Now, let's pay attention. What are some things that we can do on a more natural base to rebalance? Now, (laughs) number one, Um, and this is one where if you know me, if you know anything about me, uh, you will know that I know that Jesus turned water into wine. So I feel like the Bible talks about it, then we should be able to do it. So I like wine. So does this hurt my heart a little bit to say? And the answer is yes. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. But a glass of alcohol is like consuming a handful of sugary cookies. It's just another delivery method. It immediately hits your bloodstream, sending your blood sugar levels into a roller coaster ride. Alcohol also raises estrogen because it creates a whole lot of extra work for your liver. So it can't effectively detox estrogen, which is one of its main jobs. Right. Which is also crazy because then we have from the beginning where we're like, hey, here, take a statin and make that stop um, statins, stop the production of cholesterol in your liver. And then there's like, oh, there here's this brand new medication that's out that's non-hormonal, but also affects your liver. And you're just like, come on. Um, this estrogen excess can trigger heavier, longer periods, breast pain, headaches premenstrual cycles so though jesus did turn water into wine it might not be a bad idea if you're having hormonal imbalances to skip it um i will say that fiber increasing your fiber intake what 
what does that mean? Um, friends, it is fruits and vegetables. I don't know whenever we kind of turned into this, um, <laughs> I'll just take fiber powder. And you're like, that is your solution. That is literally your solution. You say, I don't want to have a healthy diet. I don't want to make lifestyle changes. But a diet high in fiber is recommended for balancing estrogen levels. So eating cruciferous vegetables, broccoli, kale, they contain phytochemicals that block estrogen production. So if it's too high, um, shiitake and portobello mushrooms naturally reduces aromatase. That's the hormone stored in belly fat that turns testosterone into estrogen men, um, Green tea is another good source of polyphenols. Um, so I think it's just one when you're looking at uh, if you're going through the change where your estrogen is low, um, make sure that you start to work out, right? Which you think about what I'm 45 or 50 or 55 when you go through the change and you're like, I'm going to start working out 15 to 30 minutes a day, right? increase as you feel and you can kind of switch it up if you want to join a gym um, if you get a trainer if you want to go online there are so many resources online now than there was 10 years ago like at home workouts um, body weight workouts like you literally have the world at your fingertips um, you know and before you I mean you can just sit on the couch and order your exercise equipment <laughs> Uh, you know, do cardio one day, do strength the next, right? If you need someone, but staying in shape helps regulate your estrogen levels. Um, one thing with estrogen imbalances for men and women, um, different saran wraps or containers that are made of plastic can be absorbed by your food. Um, and as well, there are tons of different hygiene products that have parabens that contain estrogen, like shampoos, body soaps. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Maximize Your Life. I'm Dr. Leanne Schluter. Here is also where if you come into our office at Greenwood Family Chiropractic or check out our website, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com, you can grab what the essential pack is. What is the essential pack? It is basically what I see that one essentially everyone needs and they're the essentials of what the body needs, right? So it's kind of twofold. Uh, so when they talk about naturally B vitamins, B vitamins play an important role for creating an activation of estrogen in the body. So one study, researchers compare levels of certain B vitamins to breast cancer risk in premenopausal women. Results indicated that high levels of B2 and B6 were associated with a lower risk of breast cancer, which may be due to the impact of these vitamins on estrogen metabolism. The essential pack has methylated delayed release B complex, right? So it throughout the day allows your body to utilize more B vitamins. They're water soluble. So B vitamins are kind of a use it or eat, lose it <laughs> through your urine kind of system. <laughs> All right, if you're like, I'm just paying out money. I'm like, you're not though. Your body utilizes what it needs, especially if you're getting methylated form and it's putting the rest um, in the waste. So you can never overdose. D, vitamin D. 
get this from the sunshine if you can. If you can't, because you're, you know, you work five days a week and you don't see the sun as much. Um, there was a study that explained that both vitamin D and estrogen work together to reduce the risk of cardiovascular disease. There, the link between these hormones is due to the role that vitamin D plays in estrogen synthesis. So it indicates that there's a benefit between vitamin D supplementation and estrogen levels. Boron. Boron's a trace mineral. So uh, in the essential pack, we have vitamin D. It's 5,000 IUs of vitamin D3. Um, boron is a trace mineral that you can find throughout the women's multivitamin. Um, it has been researched that positive benefits on reducing the risk of certain cancers. It's also necessary for the metabolism of different sex hormones like testosterone and estrogen. So again, researchers believe that boron influences estrogen receptors by allowing the body more easily use for the estrogen available. Natural sources of boron too. Apples, coffees, beans, milk, and potatoes, right? So a healthy diet. It's just odd when you're like, oh my gosh. And I feel like I can speak more specifically to hormonal imbalances because when I was in college making college kid decisions, um, I mean, the amount of premenstrual symptoms that I had, the hormonal imbalance, it's just one that it wasn't the rest of my life. It was so much of the choices that I made. And when I started making those changes, I watched hormones start to rebalance and it really did make a magnitude of difference in terms of my overall health. So just getting back to what we can do, we should do, and we have the avenues to be able to teach more about that through at Greenwood Family Chiropractic. 317-893-2853, 317-893-2853, greenwoodfamilychiropractic.com. That's Greenwood familychiropractic.com to schedule your initial exam and consultation. Look forward to next week, but always remember that your power is on.